It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? I really feel like I deserve more credit for how I managed to stagger my echo so it'll work with yours. Welcome into episode number 32 of uh, Jobbing Out. You know what that is. Yeah, yep. as in uh, as in the reason why I no longer have any hair above my upper lip. Um, it's, a, it's a story. We took Aaron out this week to... Uh, to send him off as he heads out to, uh, uh, I, this is a clever one I just came up with, Lost Wages, Nevada. Oh, um, look at you. Yeah, I just came up with that one. And uh, we went to Top Golf, and I had a really rough round. Uh, so rough, in fact, that uh, I lost to my wife, who can't swing a golf club. So, not great, not great. Like, I'll leave it with that. And, uh, and because of that, I now have... Uh, I have shaved, as that was the bet. I had to shave. She hated the mustache, so it's gone. And now we uh, we move forward without it, and we'll have the memories. I'm uh, I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Brandon. Aaron is departing the area, and so obviously we will also have to fire him from the show. It's just I'm so sorry. That's the way it works. If you're not here, it's uh, what do they say of it? The best ability is availability. I'm so sorry, pal. Um, Understood. That's the way it goes. You're out. Um, We'll 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 remember you. I would say fondly, but I don't like to lie, so I'm not (laughs) going to do that. Uh, No, Aaron, of course, will still be a part of the show moving forward, but uh, he is headed out to Las Vegas. Uh, You're leaving. So we're taping on Wednesday, so we we will have not seen NXT yet, Um, and obviously neither we will not have seen Dynamite because that won't be until Thursday. We're taping on Wednesday because you are literally like getting up in the morning and and driving like straight through tomorrow morning, right? Correct. Three three day trip straight through. Oh wow, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, uh, there are rumors that perhaps the main event might join us a little bit later, and it's really important that he does because obviously this is a really critical week, as this is our payback lash preview show. Yay! <laughs> Big show coming up, you guys. Big show coming up. Mm. Um, we will we will make our picks uh, a little bit later on that for the four matches that are on the card as of right now for Payback Lash. We will get to that. We could. There's a couple we could assume. I mean, there's a bunch that we could assume, but I, Lord knows, Lord knows what they're doing. So no, I, I guarantee you, most of the card's going to be made Sunday morning. It does feel that way. Anyway, in the meantime. <laughs> Uh, let's discuss the weekend that was. We'll start in WWE. The original plan I had for what episode number this was going to be was three. Would you guys like to guess why I wanted it to be episode three? Um, is that the number of people who are going to be allowed in the Thunderdome going forward? You're you're sniffing around it. Oh, the amount of uh, egregious things that happened. I was just the number way more than three. The number of shows it took before WWE fans tried to ruin a great thing. That oh, was yeah. that was as simple as that. I don't even know if it was three. I think they. Just, I think it was one. They just caught 
the worst stuff. Uh, and the third <laughs> show, know? correct. Look, I, I think stuff I, was happening night I was going to say, the, the, the Fire Velveteen Dream was on SmackDown. Yeah, but sure. that wasn't going to, you know, that was literally you have to be a super wrestling nerd in order for that to be something that people would talk right. about. That was not going to get traction anywhere other than in the biggest wrestling communities. Um, just to, to do I, this. I reali- I, by the way, I realized that last night when... Uh, one of the guys we were with to- at Top Golf said, "Well, what did they do?" And I was like, "Well, they put fire velvet in Glenn's like he doesn't know what." The yeah, nobody nobody knows what that means. <laughs> nobody understands. Then, it. then when we mentioned the ISIS execution, he's like, "Oh, right, okay. yeah, not not <laughs> as not not so good." Um, I said this last week. First of all, Thunderdome is awesome. It's great. Brandon, did you did you get in on Monday night? Did you do? I did. Okay. What was? I was in the Thunderdome. I have a screen. I'll post a screenshot on Twitter at some point. Uh, I found. Uh, I made my wife watch like the first, however, uh, amount of raw to look for me. And thankfully for her, they showed me during the opening promo. Cause there's no way she would have watched longer than that. Um, you can see me during Drew. So it was a weird experience. Um, they, for my call time was seven, which is, you know, if you've been to raw, it's very similar to the time that they tell you to get there on the ticket. Um, the main event matches started at 7.30, so I was just kind of sitting there hanging out. Um, it was a little bit of a wonky process, so if you do try to do this, um, and it says click on the link one time or it won't work, and then you click and it says it's full, keep doing that if you're right around your call time and you might get in, because there's a second link once you're accepted that you click. That's the one that is like you can never come back from again. So it's a little bit confusing. Um there's a couple uh, main event matches. During that, it was a very lag. Like, it was, like, freezing, and I couldn't tell. If, like, I think I even missed the end of one of the matches. Um, Mike Rome is on there sort of telling you what to do. Um, the, the most interesting thing of that, so the, the, microfo- the microphones are enabled, and they do tell you to yell, and they tell you to boo, and they tell you, but the most of the direction is to do things with your hands. So I feel like even though they are enabling your microphone, you have to click all that stuff that says that your microphone's being used or whatever. I think they're trying to mimic what you're doing with like fake noise. Oh, it's definitely um, can oh, noise. There, there's a thousand percent that. Yes, no question. But, but but what's weird is they're not like like there's a weird couple things so they're like randy orton they're like boo randy orton tell, tell us what you think about randy orton boo thumbs down everybody thumbs down for randy orton then there's some people that they say tell us how you feel about this person and the people that they said that about were like andrade and uh, angel garza and um I'm trying to remember who like the facey person that they did that for was but like, but then other people, they were very specifically like Drew McIntyre, cheer, thumbs up, you know, you wave your hands around. Randy Orton, boo. Um, there was one other person that they were very adamant about us booing, and I thought it was kind of strange. Um, Bailey and Sasha, it, maybe? No, they were for Bailey and Sasha. Tell us how you feel about Bailey and Sasha. I mean, that, I it's weird. I don't tell know us how you feel right. about Oscar. Now, it could be them just being lazy and not saying the extra stuff, but I thought it felt on purpose. I don't know. That they it's, I, I don't know what to make of that. Yeah. Boo. Um, and they did that pretty much the whole, like, you're coming out of commercial. Hey, everybody get excited, you know. 
it, it's funny. It felt just like going to Raw at like 10.30. I was falling asleep. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, nah. I was so exhausted from like the little bit of extra energy I had to exert, you know, watching this show in, in front of a laptop. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it was fun. I, w- I won't do it again. I mean, it's... Uh, I don't see why I would. I just really wanted to see how it worked. It wasn't that enjoyable of an like, experience to watch on my laptop at a dinner table. Um, you know, I don't see how you could. I guess if you could sit with your phone and on your couch or something. I don't know. I just don't know how to make that a really comfortable like experience. But it was interesting. Uh, look, I would if if the circumstances presented themselves, I would do it just for what you're talking about, just to find out, like just to see it. But no, I mean, first of all, it would require me watching Raw live, which I do so rarely that, you know. It, it, and as as the show wore on, it got a lot better as far as, like, synced up with the show. Because, like, dur- during main event, it was, like, dial-up modem almost. Like, it was so slow and laggy and whatever. And then when Raw started, it was, like, a million times better, and it got better and better as the show progressed with, like, because my wife's watching in the other room and I was trying to figure out like how far off, like by the, by the end of the first hour, it was almost exactly. Wait, wait, was what she was trying to find you somewhere in the Thunderdome to do the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where she's like, ah, it's him. Like, was she trying to do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would have, I, I would have really liked that, that yeah. if that had been the case. I would have really liked that a lot. No, is that though? Is that the joke? Is that the Kevin, the thing Kevin Owens was doing? What? My friend, look, my friend won. Look, it's my friend. Did you, this? I was texting Aaron about this. What's the my friend did this thing that everybody's making fun of? Like, I don't, oh, I don't know. I don't I'm... get. I get the joke. Like, I get that they're doing a joke, but I don't get what it is. Like, Kevin Owens posted. I'm not a on teenager. Twitter about I don't his, know memes anymore. Yeah, it's I'm... like, look, my friend won a match, and it was Finn Balor winning his match. And then when he came out, he yelled something about, "Look, it's my friend." And there's something there because I've seen other people making fun of people saying. You're essentially taking credit for their friend's success or whatever. Like, that's the joke. Somebody did that. All I right. just don't know. I, I cannot okay. pretend like I know because I am, yeah. I am, I'm not there. Um, look, from a visual standpoint, uh, it's great. It's tremendous. It looks, it works. The fake crowd noise is smart. Um, it's, it's, it's very much like what the NBA came up with, that it just looks different and looks cool and... Considering what your options are right now, I would argue it's even better than having wrestlers standing in the crowd, even what AEW had done for a long time. I I think it's a good vibe. The arena set makes it look even better. Getting, um, you know, pyro again. Like, it, it all looks... Putting pyro in the crowd? Correct. I mean, like, all of that looks really good. As far as the shitty stuff, look, wrestling fans suck. AJ's always been right about that. Um, this is a cool thing, and why you're trying to do that reflects only on you. It doesn't reflect at all on WWE. Now they need to take a couple more safeguards, right? Like one of the things they've gonna they're gonna have to do. And I said this last week when we were joking about like whipping your penis out. Like people, like you can you can you could do that at a live show too if you want. Like you could take your penis out. You're just more fearful of it because there's cops everywhere, so you don't want to do it. Well, WWE has to be able to replicate that. They have to have you, Brandon, I don't know what, did you have to agree to something? Did you have to click, I agree to terms and conditions before you yeah. would join the Thunderdome? 
You did, but but like I, I saw some people out there saying, or you know, maybe he heard some people say that there was like a rigorous screening. Pro- there was no rigorous screening process. Well, and the, the, like it's, you, it's silly to think that they could do that. There's, you type in your information. It's it's all about getting in as fast as possible. Like when they post that link, it's full. Like within minutes, if you don't, if you're not like I just happened to be scrolling Facebook when they posted it, and I was like, oh, cool, I might get in, and I clicked on it and I got in. But even then you're not in, then you have to like, you know, they oversell it, quote unquote, so that they have a full queue. And then you have to, at your call time, you have to get in again. But it, the only thing you do, like, yes, you give them your full name and I think your phone number and your email address. That's it. And then um, you do click on something that says, like, I agree I can be removed for any reason. But there's that's all it says. I mean, so they, they probably they, says more, but they, that's they the need to do. They need to up that a little bit. Um, in the process to make it make it feel as though you won't be able to get in unless they have your personal information. Like uh, I have an idea, but I don't know how usual. I I think they should hold fifty dollars on your credit card. Yeah, that's and, that. They don't well, they don't want that. I, I, no, I do think that they might start charging for tickets though. I mean, if the demand I mean, is, I think you get your fifty bucks back if you aren't a dickhead they have to they they have to figure out that like this is they have to figure out what the demand is if they believe the demand is that high then yeah like they could do either one of those things but at the minimum they need to make it like a two-step authentication process you have to prove that it's your phone number they need to set up a system where they send you a text you prove that it's your phone number yeah they Mm -hmm. have to have some of your personal information so that you know if you do something that they can come after you at that point and in the same way they're gonna have to put in their agreement Hey, look, if you, you know, decide that you're going to wear your KKK hood or you decide that you're going to, you know, show this video or whatever it is that you're going to do, then you're going to be prosecuted because of it, because of this agreement that you come to. They're going to have to take those steps in order to move forward with it. They're not the, the people that are like, this is going to end the Thunderdome. No, it's not. That's not going to be the case. This is not a reflection of WWE being awful people. This is simply a reflection of the fact that, unfortunately, in our society, there are a lot of truly, truly terrible people. You have to show that you're going after them. You have to show that you're. that's not what you want to do. If it becomes overwhelming, you know, they'll revisit it at that point. But I don't think, I don't think it's going to end Thunderdome. It could end, like, like, it couldn't become, like, a friends and family thing, though. I did. I don't think so. I don't. I would be stunned by that. No, I. I think. I think maybe the version. A version of that that's on steroids. So, you could have a preferred fan program where you you've marked people that have done it three or four times, and they get priority over some rando email. You know, sure. The people that are doing that are creating or fake if, email if, addresses. If you're already a subscriber to the WWE Network, something along those lines. I could absolutely see that if they feel as though the demand is high enough that they don't have to worry about filling the thing every week, that that they would start doing something to give people priority. I'd be stunned if they privatized it. I just don't... The, the confidence that you have to have to have that number of people every week for every show to watch for a long time is more of a burden than you can count on from just a friends and family group. Um, they've got to be available. They've got to do it. The you know, like all that type of shit. But I mean, they just—I'll tell you one thing: they better do with it. They, what? they better do some uh, some uh, storyline stuff with it, because I think if you have this, <laughs> if you have this thing, and you don't have like the fiend on all the screens for at some point, like what are we retribution? Doing? 
Like that's a great retribution. Oh I, yeah, right I don't there. disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. They should do it that way. I don't disagree with that at all. There's got to be some kind of gimmicky wrestling use for that too. All right, let's get into what actually happened. Um, I I have no idea what to make of a couple of things, and and I'll I'll start with the the biggest mistake of the weekend is having Drew McIntyre beat Randy Orton. It it just reeks of we are desperate to get something. Because we've decided, and as I talked about last week, the, the, the scenario that still exists is the scenario where you genuinely believe that Drew McIntyre is a transcendent generational superstar that can become your next John Cena, your next whatever. I, I have never felt like that was plausible in any way. It's the only thing that I can think can excuse anything of what they're doing, and that's why they're desperate to get more reactions. They're desperate... This is as much about this night as it is about six months from now having video of everybody putting their hands up. Like I am, I have no clue what the thought process is with Drew McIntyre. It's well, it's not worth it just to get the Thunderdome reaction and to have him come out and talk. I love this. It's just not. There's nothing there. It doesn't work. No, that's. I mean, this this is about what. Even if you got what you wanted, it was still going to be about the same thing, which is that they want Drew to win the title again at some point, right? But then he has They're to lose doing it. the same thing as if he lost. He's going to be stripped of the title. I mean, that's where this is heading, right? Why? No. Why do you say that? He has internal bleeding in, in he's, his he's head. Gonna come back on, he's going to come back on Sunday. This is one of those, he's, oh, he's now he's overcoming the odds thing. I think the, the one possibility here is that with the cycle that this is that this is they wanted drew to hold it to hell in a cell and maybe have randy orton win it there why because they want randy orton going forward they want randy orton but they wanted drew why wouldn't you do it at SummerSlam? that doesn't because 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 then you have drew losing probably three pay-per-views in a row i feel like they want to take the title off of him without him losing the belt i think they should have then they should have taken the belt off of him without him losing the belt they, they don't you think that's where the storyline is heading? No, no, I think he's what is it? Night of Champions is in September, Hell in a Cell is in October. I think that it's Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre at both of those pay per views. You think that they do Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre again in September? Randy Orton doesn't maybe, win, maybe and not, they... maybe not September, definitely at Hell in a Cell. Okay, but. I mean, I sure that's totally plausible. I think it's more plausible plausible than them taking the belt off of him. I don't. They're not, they're now say they're now calling his his injuries career threat. They in did it. April. They did it immediately. It was comical. Like they like they had what's yeah, her face make it pretend that, like that she, he was going to die. No, they um, didn't say he was career threatening immediately. They, no, they did this on dot com. No, this like literally like on Raw, Charlie Caruso said, if not like it 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 could be a threat to his career, if not worse. Like they made it seem yeah. like he was going to die on Raw. It's right, yeah. it, like it's 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 insane. You think they're really going to do that for him to come Sunday? Maybe not Sunday, but I don't think he's gone long. I don't think this is a career thing. I think this is an overcoming I the think odds thing. If this everyone like who's smart, so so the reports we saw is that everyone who's smart said that Randy Orton should win the title, but there was a contingency of people who wanted Drew to keep the title. Hmm. I don't wonder who those think, people are. Right. Well, don't you think that somebody could have said, well, what if we do this? He doesn't have to lose. We can just but if do they this. Wanted to have, so, so what's what's the end game there? Or is, is he winning in October? Is, is that the plan? He, he, they strip it just so he can win it again? If you wanted to. 
So you're, I'm I not saying they should. I think, it, it, I think if the if the thought process here is there's a contingency in here who doesn't want Drew to lose the title, then Drew's not losing the title even for the, six months. By the way, Brandon, even to win it back. Uh, here, I'll give I'll give let me give some credence to your argument, Brandon. Your argument is not dissimilar to what it feels like. AEW is doing at the moment, which is like the only way we think we can make this happen again is to not we we think if this person's on TV, people won't like him anymore. We have to get him off TV, period. Somehow, that's by the way what happens when you have a terrible character. Now, I don't think Drew McIntyre is a terrible character. I just think this has been nothing. Unfortunately, it's been a lot of nothing. Coupled with the Randy Orton buzzsaw that like he clearly is screaming that he needed it, that he should. Well, be that's the a, and that's a separate right problem. It's a separate problem. Right. I, I it, Of course, Randy Orton should be the champion today, but it's a separate problem than what we're talking about. What like if you feel like you need to take somebody off TV that you can't somehow have people care about them while they're still on TV, that, that says something so horrendous about what you've done and where you are with the character that the only way to make it work is to not have them around it defies logic then you shouldn't be thinking correct we need to push this guy that, that, it defies logic you can't that reconcile way. that like and i'm not saying by the way brandon i'm not telling you it's impossible i'm saying that like us with brains have to be able to recognize that we can't reconcile those two things if the only way to keep somebody like relevant and hot is to have them not on TV, it's because they're not relevant or hot, and they're not the guy that you think that they are. But they could there's could also be a story they want to tell in the middle, which is this Randy Orton thing that they didn't see coming, or that that no, no pun intended that. <laughs> but if that you're they planning, didn't it, plan for if your whole idea is that Drew McIntyre is going to be the guy at WrestleMania, you can't be so unconfident in him that you have to take him off TV. Like I'm that can't be that. those a storytelling device. I'm not saying it's about their confidence in him. But, but, it's, but, it's an illogical storytelling but, device unless you want him off TV for some reason. They've done this with people forever and it had nothing to do with the, sometimes it had have they to done do it as, as the have they done it with the champion who was supposed to be the number one guy number one face in the company? Shawn Michaels. When? He lost a smile. That was his choice. That was him that it was worked, him didn't it? But I'm no, just but, saying, but that people was him look refu- at things. But that was but, him refusing but, to drop the belt. Okay, but that had nothing to do with this. Unless sometimes he was refusing to drop the belt. Sometimes art imitates life, right? I think that particularly in wrestling, people look back on things and say, "Okay, we could do that." You know what I mean? Just because that was a real situation does not mean someone wouldn't look at that as a way to tell a story going forward. Plus. From what we know, there's there's another part of this. From what we know, there apparently is some kind of uh, suggested little vacation that all of these guys are taking right now, that they want you know that to to be a, away for a little bit. That m- many guys have done. Um, so who knows? It could be anything. It could be it, it could be a two month COVID vacation for all we know. Well, and if that's the case, then okay. And wait, wait, that wait, could wait, actually tell me, tell, go into you, the, the fact that Raw was apparently torn up. If this was COVID, okay. Wait, wait, so wait, explain that one more time. Like what what you think that's so they've let like, They've let any of these guys take a, what, what is it, a six-week break or something? Um, and the one of the, art, I don't even remember who wrote it. One of the things I was reading said it was looked at as sort of a rotation where they'll take like one or two guys will go off and not be there and then they'll come back and... It's sort of like a thing to keep them from being there the whole time. Okay, so so like there's a million thoughts with all of this. 
like let's just say that that's what it is it the whole scenario still becomes unjustifiable like you, you can't make all of these puzzle pieces work to create a picture um if you know that you want your drew mcintyre to take six weeks off it's very simple he does the thing that he was supposed to do the 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 story well, they don't want him to lose but that that's Maybe. the bigger the bigger problem is if you don't want him to lose you better keep him around if yeah. you know you're having him go away for six weeks you can't have him win none of these things you can't make all of this congruous in any way if, if this is Drew McIntyre coming, you know, going away for six weeks, coming back and still being champion, then yeah, you lose and then you have him win it back at Hell in a Cell. Whatever you want to do, there's a million ways to do it. But what you're doing but in the process, it make Randy Orton look more sinister if he doesn't win the title fairly. He's not going to win the. T- if he's only gone for six weeks, yeah. Drew McIntyre is not dropping the title. Well, the, the yeah, of course, but I'm I'm saying but that's if, what I'm if, saying. But if this is going where I think it's going, which is that they're going to strip him of the title. Well, then, um, but then, then you're talking about him being out till at least Survivor Series. If he's back by Hell in a Cell, he's not dropping the title. And, and again, all this is a, we're, we're having two different conversations in a way because we're having conversations about what they might do versus what's plausible, what's justifiable, and what makes any amount of sense you know, per, in storyline. And, oh, I'm and, not talking about any of that. But, I'm just but, talking about but what they all might of do. those things have to be measured against each other, right? <laughs> like. What we're talking about is, Brandon, all of your scenario, like as bizarre as some of it might be, might ultimately be true because we've seen bizarre things happen before. But it Fs everything up. If if Drew McIntyre isn't a guy that you believe can be on TV even when he's not the champion and still be relevant and you can still tell a story with him, then he's not a guy that you should be building towards another major WrestleMania moment for. It's it's not relevant. You don't need that. He's not the guy. Those guys that you need to build that around are the guys that are so fucking relevant that no matter what they do, whether they're the champion or not, people give a shit. You're essentially saying nobody will care about Drew McIntyre unless he's the champion, and so we have to have him win the belt. If he loses, nobody cares anymore, and this this doesn't work. Convention to try to make people care about him more. To get sympathy for well, yeah, no, and that's why I'm saying this is the three week he's over or four week or whatever he overcomes the odds and retains the title. That's what I think this is. But it could be anything. I mean, it. it I, I. I guess. I, mean, I don't. I, I think. I think that the the same thing is achieved either way. Um, and if in the middle they want Randy Orton to be the one to have the title, so he has to chase to get it back. I don't know how that's bad. I just don't know where the middle is in your situation. Either he's gone for three months and has to drop the belt, in which case, why is Drew McIntyre off for three months? Or this is a short-time thing and he's never dropping the belt. Yeah, it's one or the other, right? Yeah, but I I don't understand the pulling him off of TV for three or four months part. That's what I – like, if he's that guy, then I don't understand why you're pulling him off of TV. If he's your superstar, if he's your next John Cena, which, again, I I don't – I can't believe we're having this conversation. And that's with no offense to Drew McIntyre. He's definitely not that. Like, he's a a good performer. He's – you know, he looks good. I get all those things. But I I just don't see it. We're also talking about picking this up at an advance. I – I, I think there's a million problems here. There's a million problems with all of this. And I, I just come back to this fear that one of it, and this is why I think that Aaron's scenario is the most plausible, which is this is a quick thing where he's off TV to sell the injuries and then try to make him more, like more of a badass when he comes back. Th- this is really all still in the, we are desperate to have a John Cena, a, that guy that somehow is a face, 
and that people care about and we can also send to the Today Show. Like, we're desperate to have that person right now. And this is the only person that we think we can be it because Vince McMahon says he's the only one that can be that guy. And to be fair, like as much as Kevin Owens should be the top face in the company right now, he wouldn't be. I, no offense, he's not that good looking. He's not. He couldn't be that guy. So in Vince McMahon's mind or the mind of the top decision makers, it does make some plausible sense that the chiseled, jacked, good-looking guy would be the guy that they think could be that. Like that, that's their best hope for creating that person. But I just think they missed the boat on when that would have worked with Drew McIntyre. I, I think that we're desperate for finding that, and you've got the wrong guy for making that happen. And as we've known every time, when you, you do it to the extent that you force it, inevitably people turn on it. And this, like all summer long... It, Nobody's going to be bothered by the fact that Drew McIntyre didn't drop the belt at all during the course of the summer, right? Like, none of those programs were relevant enough that it felt like he needed to drop it. Now, Which, by the way, is part of the problem, is that he hasn't had a relevant program since winning the title. 100% part of the problem. There's no doubt about that. Now you get to the point where I mean, he, he had a program with Seth Rollins. That's a relevant program. It was the most relevant, there's no question, but it happened so quickly. And by the way, Bobby Lashley would be more relevant now. No, today, yes. yeah. Um, but happened. but the Seth program also happened so quickly after he had won the belt that there was never any belief that he was going to drop it then, right? Like, if that had been a program in June or July, maybe it's like different. Like, an example of what you guys are saying is the Dolph Ziggler program. Like, that was not a relevant And program. even the Lashley one at the time was not the relevant. The Lashley no. one at the time wasn't. But, uh, okay, that's two people, right? Well, but that's 75% of his run right there. The Seth thing was probably more it was like one pay-per-view no it, it was, was yeah it was, it was very one? quick yes oh yeah that's when he went crazy right 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 okay so I, you know I, I i like drew mcintyre and i hate having these conversations because i like drew mcintyre i hate this 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 sucks but this is the first time they've really made a mistake yes there's a million things you can do now i guess but none of them really interest me at this point what was interesting was maniacal Randy Orton as champion after defeating Drew McIntyre, and maybe you might be able to get me back on board down the road with Drew McIntyre and chasing again. I don't know that I would have wanted it at WrestleMania, but at some point that might have interested me again, like Drew McIntyre trying to being the underdog again somehow. Now, I don't know what you do that interests me because I'm not interested in a scenario where somebody becomes champion because you force the other person to drop it. I'm not interested in, like, I guess I'd be interested in Randy Orton again, but it, not by the, based on the story that you've told. This The story should have been, if that's what you wanted to do again, that he only won by a backslide. And essentially... What if the, what, what if the story is Randy Orton's going to win the next match because of these injuries? Drew tries to fight through it, but can't. That's what I was going to pitch, yeah. <sighs> I mean... I don't like it, but yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out here. Like, is it is it the most interesting of what you could do? I guess I don't like know. He passes out. He passes out in the match. I I don't know, man. I, it doesn't do a lot for me. Yeah, it's something I don't. Yeah, it's something I don't like. But you know, trying to put these pieces together, as crazy as these pieces are, you if you're trying to protect Drew, if you're trying to do this, then you sell it where okay, Drew won a match. Now he's losing because of it. He's going to go away for a little bit, and then you start the redemption. I, I guess, but again, it involves him going away for a little bit, which yeah. Why is your scenario of him going like, away? I, it just doesn't. It just doesn't. Well, 
If you believe he's that guy, that part doesn't make sense to me. Like, well, no, no, no. I, I'm trying to figure out why he won, why he got injured. Why didn't he, why didn't he just lose at SummerSlam? I, that's, that, that's, that's my, the that's my question. Oh, right. And again, like I'm playing as title strip thing. Well, that, and, that, and to me, I, I, uh, let, let, let me I just hate say title this. strips. Especially you, after you just had Brock Lesnar go away with the belt for three or four months at a time. If you tell him, what does that have to do with a title strip? Right. Because why, why would you, one guy you know, get stripped strip and another? Yeah, correct. You're you're saying there's completely well, different saying, rules. But, but if they say they don't know if he'll ever compete again in kayfabe, that's different than Brock Lesnar just having a contract that says he can do whatever he wants, which is basically what they told us in kayfabe. I mean, they've told us this guy's different rule. I don't agree with it, but they didn't just not acknowledge it at all. You know, they di they did say Brock Lesnar can do whatever he wants, essentially. I, I but I also think that if you're going for these, they don't treat cards, anyone having, else like that. Having, I guess I having him, having him be the warrior, try to go through his injuries and losing, plays more to the warrior sympathy card. Oh, it's much better. I think that's a, a thousand times better. Um, I will say this. Now, if you're saying, you know, I, I like what you've laid out there. If you're saying that that all along this was, or or it's just all along was going to be. This is just to have him disappear for a month to come attack him and face him at Hell in a Cell or whatever the next paper night of champions, whatever it is. Um, and the reason I bit on what I think is because of the ridiculous nature in which they sold the injury. Then, yeah, sure. I guess that's possible because they have started. It used to be when they did something like this to this degree, it meant something. But we're in a different era now. Mm, people are See, tempting the when, when they have gone over the top with this. So the guy many like shows up two weeks later, right? Well, yeah, right. I mean that's the thing. You know, think about um, remember when uh, Foley and Terry Funk took the dumpster ride, and they're like, "Oh my God, you know, they're dead. It's over. They're going to have internal injuries." And then they were back literally later that night. AJ Styles. That's all we have to say about. Well, or, or literally, we just we we watched you know Braun Strowman murder men. Like I mean, we like right. we we've done right. this a lot in recent. The Miz years. was there the next week or whatever. Correct. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, yes, is it the is it the right is the right thing to do when you literally said this guy might be dead to have him off TV for a little while? Probably, but we haven't done the right thing in a long fucking time. And it makes no sense to have your champion off of TV or to just strip your champion. That's all of that is bad. All of that is bad, and I can't reconcile any of it as making sense. Um, all that being said, that was, I guess, overshadowed by the other biggest uh, story of SummerSlam weekend, which is the return of Roman Reigns, um, which was what we could never see coming, apparently. Um, First, it was the backslide. That. That was to trick us into thinking nothing else was coming, right? I mean, that was they, surprising, to be fair. They said it like four times. And I mean, it's never saw that backslide coming. It certainly was surprising. And again, the, the, this is the problem with the story they're now telling. There's a story that needs to be told from that. Like, you made that a really big deal that he won via backslide. You've you got to tell that story, and they're abandoning that story. I, well, the problem is the story then says... Well, Drew McIntyre can't beat Randy Orton. He had to beat him with a backslide. But that's the point. The point is yeah, that's why that's a you, bad story. Like that, what could have worked is all right. That means that we have to do this again. And in the moment, I said, I don't know why you would do this a week later at Payback instead of doing it at SummerSlam. But like, well, okay, wait, let's take a step back. They are telling a story with that. That's fine. Which is that he came out and bragged about it, and then Randy Orton was an asshole and beat him up. I mean, like, that is a but, story. But, but that that story is not story for your top face. No. Your top face should not be saying, yeah, you're better than me, but I happen to beat you this time. 
That's not a good story. That's not for what Drew he McIntyre. said. He said he said you fought a match that was the greatest wrestling match ever, and guess what? I beat you with a wrestling hold, which makes me the greatest wrestler ever. That's what he yeah, said. That doesn't. I, I that's what that's he, what he, he said. didn't that, say. What that, you that, said. You I understand that, but that's what they're telling. Like that's no, the real story. You they can decided tell that's what that you decided that that is not you, what they. You, said. you had your dominant face champion winning with a backslide. Yeah, that's no, not Aaron's good. right about that. that you, he you countered the RKO. That's the whole point. Is he tricked him? He he baited him into doing the RKO. And if we and didn't if, if we didn't What's have war- if we didn't have years of us treating the backslide as though it was a fluky win. Then, then there might be a better argument to that. But we, as professional wrestling fans, have come to know that when that happens, it's sort of a fluke. That every time it does, that person really has to prove that it wasn't just a fluke win. And they abandon that story very quickly after making a big deal out of it. They made a big deal about we don't the know that. Randy Orton can come out next week and say, you know. You bragged about your fluke win. But, well, what are you going to do now? But it's in, it's a nothing in comparison to the fact that he apparently tried to kill the man. That's the story <laughs> now. The story's not about a backslide anymore. The story's now about attempted murder. Like, right. if there's a story, that's what it's about. And you just did the backslide for the sake of doing it, I guess. Like, I, I, I don't know. Or they completely ripped it up, as, as we're to know, that the script was apparently being worked on until literally the final hour of the show on Monday night. Or they just essentially said, yeah, we told the backslide story, but that's boring. We're going to do something else now and just hope that everybody forgets about it, which seems to be the most plausible scenario. By the um, way, we do have to mention that that was a really good match. Oh, it was a good match. It, it was a really good match. I don't match. disagree with that. It was a good match. I agree. It was a lot better than I expected it to be. Um, I actually thought it was going to be really good, so I wasn't, I wasn't surprised by that, but it was. I agree. It was a good match. Um, the Roman Reigns thing, okay. Like, I, it, it was... I think this is the problem when you when you set yourself up for this you'll never see it coming concept. It does work in the moment, but as we talked about last week, you do set yourself up for the next day everybody being like, okay, but it's just Roman Reigns coming back. <laughs> like, Roman Reigns was probably always going to come back at some point. I know that there was thought that for a little while Why he might Why do you not. always do this? Like, it, it, that was a very – nobody expected that. Nobody nobody was talking about that specifically, no. no. But it's not insane that Roman Reigns would return to WWE. That's not that crazy. No, of course not. But like that's then nothing will ever be surprising ever if that's if your bar is it's not surprising that Chris Jericho. No, my, my bar is my bar is you don't make your entire storyline being about this stunning thing that's going to happen and then have it be something that's pretty plausible. Like, that's the, that's, I didn't do that. I didn't tell them to make the tagline, you'll never see it coming. I, they, if they had never done that, if that had never existed, if that was never a thing that we cared about, then Roman Reigns showing up would just be a shocking thing that happened at the end of SummerSlam. But when you set your bar yourself for that and then allow people the next day to judge whether or not it was truly this stunning thing that we could have never seen possibly coming, then you allow for that to happen. I thought it was fine. I thought it delivered on the on the the whole thing. I just don't take the tagline seriously, so and, I'm, and I'm that's think the, it worked that, up. Over and it. that's the least offensive way to look at it, right? The least offensive way to look at it was, well, we there was never going to be anything that we really were not going to see coming. I, I mean, was was that the last pay per view really a horror show? Not really. I mean, there there was an eyeball that came out of socket. Like, <laughs> fair let's, enough. let's be fair about that. Um, I, and look, I I don't. A dis- man got murdered in a swamp, Aaron. 
Kind of. Like Kind of. He was reincarnated into a different version of himself. Uh, that's that's something like that. That's true. <laughs> I, look, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really trying to shit on it either because Aaron's right. Like the the smartest thing you can do is just ignore it and pretend like it doesn't exist. However, I, I, my suggestion would be if you're going to go that way, have something like really oh my god stunning prepared. Like if if Roman Reigns had returned with retribution, I think you've got a better sell for that. Yeah. Um, just being Roman Reigns coming back to immediately be, have a championship match the next week, that's basically just Roman Reigns. <laughs> like, there's nothing really all that surprising about it. Um, We've we got to talk about the other part of this, though, and that's, you know, everybody immediately said, oh, this is heel Reigns. I didn't know are, where... Th- are we sure about this? Yeah, I don't know where that came from either. Like, I have yeah, no like, idea what, what, what about that was supposed to be heelish. And by the way, I didn't see a lot of that. I saw you respond to it. I did not see a lot of that, although in fairness, I wasn't watching live. Um, so maybe there was I more... I mean, that was like... Uh, like uh, Shoemaker, Brian, like a lot of the big names. Everybody is saying, really yeah. hoping for heel reigns, and, and everybody and is. Yeah. But the the other thing is that you know, going back to the cra- the can noise, they did not play like overwhelming cheers for him. Well, but I like that. If you do that, it comes off as completely fake. Like this is a fine line. What they're walking with this, right? Like they're they're not really doing that for anyone, to be honest. I mean, if you really want to look at the Drew, shows, like Drew, they did. They did do that with Drew. There was a there was it's not over. It's not like what you would think for though. for for a Roman Reigns return. Yeah. I I expected them to hit the cheer button. I, Road Warrior pop. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't. I I think that they might have just been trying to play on the surprise factor at that point. So I I don't know. I think it'll be more interesting to see what they do on Friday night. Yeah. Um, you know, like now that it's not a surprise anymore, what do they try to sell with Roman Reigns? We'll find out. What would be fascinating is if somebody could get on the uh, the Thunderdome and see what the guy is saying to the right. The like, are you guys supposed to be right now when he comes to... out? I, I, sus- I suspect. Tell them how you feel about Roman Reigns is what they're gonna say, and you won't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, I. But it's also weird to try to fit, gauge what people would be doing when all you're really doing is looking at how their hands are moving. <laughs> like, like that's a weird way of trying. Un- unless they're doing thumbs up and thumbs down. I guess. I mean, <laughs> there, like... there was one guy during the Roman Reigns thing doing the thumbs down. And I guess, actually, re- regarding Reigns, there's one other thing I want to talk about. You know, we were trying to figure out why is payback happening here? Is it that they want to put the title on Reigns before football season starts? No, I wouldn't stun me at all. Like, it, it, it was that is the whole purpose of it for this moment? Uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it could be. I guess somebody would argue, then, why did you feel the need to give The Fiend the belt back? Like, yeah, It would be much better for him to beat Braun Strowman if you want him to be a face. Because we all know what The Fiend right. does to people. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, it, it's possible. I mean, we have didn't know about pay. When did we first hear about payback? Two weeks ago? Something like Three? that. Yes, so it, it might have been that you know this whole plan was for Fiend to go forward. Then they figured out they had Roman Reigns back. I, the weird part being like Friday night is less important in football season. You, you you don't have any competition. Like it's this is it'd be I would feel I would feel more credence to your argument if you were talking about Raw, um, where you are going to be up against football on Friday night. There's like an occasional. There's not even the Big Ten slate isn't even happening this year. There's almost no competition on Friday nights. Well, I, I'm saying I'm saying you don't want to have him win it on a pay per view on a football Sunday. Oh, on a okay. I mean, if that's if if you're just talking about when you want to have him win it. Exactly. I think that's overthinking it a little it, bit. It, yeah, I mean... It, it is, but why are we doing this? Why no, is if, there a pay-per-view listen, the week after SummerSlam? When you told me 
your theory about football season. Here's how I read it, your comment. And, 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 and under this set of thinking, I kind of agree with you. If you're telling me you, they wanted him to win before football season so that he could then be on the promos during the, the uh, that, when they're promoting, yeah, then I then I see your point. And that's what I thought you meant when you said that. If you're telling me it's because they didn't want him to win on a Sunday, no – I don't no, I, I actually that don't. Seems... Look, I'm not going to dismiss that, though. Like, I, I'm not going to dismiss. It's weird. Let's be honest. This is very weird we're having payback. It a is, week it's after. extraordinarily weird. And the reports that we got were that essentially this but was the just. The ratings on the pay per views don't matter. If you have the, if you have the network, you can then watch. Why the... are we doing this? What? No, it, it, Aaron's trying to figure out why it is that payback exists. And that's a fair question. Why? Or payback lash. Let's, be, let's, let's get this right. Why does payback lash exist? Well, no, it very well could be to put the title on Roman. I just don't agree with the reasoning for that he doesn't want it I mean, to. They I don't want him to why, win on why, a Sunday during football. That why isn't make he winning sense. it at Clash of Champions or Night of Champions or whatever they're calling it now? That's in well, four weeks. This. And they don't. They and they don't have the right now. And they don't, don't have know. the first I mean, Thursday night game of the year. I would say. Either. I would say it almost seems like they're setting up something else. So which, here's, here's which the, is that he's in retribution or they're going to like my, my what I said to, to uh, Aaron was I thought maybe the Miz was going to be the red herring for the leader of retribution. But it's really going to be Roman and that they're going to set up this whole like who is it type thing um, between the two of them or maybe many, many people. Um, I, I think that that match does not have an ending. I think you have retribution beat up all three guys or or whatever well, we're, we're plays do, out don't, don't say Roman's don't part of it we're, we're gonna do picks in a minute so don't 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 spoil that um the the only reports that i've seen about why payback is happening have literally been at the that essentially they walked into a meeting and everybody said no no idea is a bad idea right now we're desperate and it came from the same uh breath as raw underground and retribution that it's just throwing anything against the wall and seeing if it sticks. Like what happens if you have a pay-per-view one week after a major pay-per-view? We've never done it before. Does it create more but like the, the, it's just doing anything for the sake of doing anything, which sounds absurd. Like you you walk out of like there's just no way that you believe that except for the fact that like you've seen Raw Underground and it hasn't evolved. It's not a thing. You're just doing it for the sake of doing it. So the answer might be as simple as payback actually is happening just because they need the sake of doing something. It's, it's insane. Like it's, yeah, I was going to say, I can't even respond to that it's because com- the only way to respond to it is respond to insanity. Yeah, it's, it's completely nuts, but everything's completely and, nuts. And here's another weird bit, and I would suspect that there might be another random thing popping up because if you look at the pay-per-view calendar... The next one is Clash of Champions on September 27th, and then there's nothing until Hell in a Cell on November 1st, which is... I mean, that's just, that's that's only a couple of days more than a month, you know? Like the, well, yeah, but it still adds to your, like, well, then why did they do... That? Like, if they... Yeah. They've done... The Unless they're thinking about thing. a Saudi trip. Well, we'll talk... Well, there probably should have been one well, that got canceled, is what I'm guessing. I said we were going to do picks, um, so let's do that now, as joining us... <gasps> Is none other than the main event. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yay. Our buddy AJ Francis is back two weeks in a row. What the hell is going on around here? This is... I mean, don't 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 they know you're the main event? Don't we know that like that's not the way it's supposed to work? Well, I know because I'm the one who invited him. <laughs> you invited him to uh, his own show. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, like you know, Brock does a couple of episodes of Monday Night Raw before Mania. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That is a that is a fair Pay- point. Payback is Mania. <laughs> Payback. Backlash. Dead ass though. Backlash. All right, so AJ's back, um, and we are going to make picks for Payback Lash. AJ, what uh, what do you want to say about SummerSlam weekends? Uh, both shows were incredible, um, utterly incredible, from beginning to end, both shows. I think the best thing from the weekend was probably the North American title ladder match. Um, Which none of us it, are surprised by. Like, nobody's surprised it, that yeah, that was a great no, match. No, I'm not. You know, it's just like when they did the North American title ladder match before. It's like... It's all those guys. They're in the North American title match, so they they're all at parts of their career where they want to prove that they should be even higher than that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, at the same time, they want to steal the show because it's a big spot. It's a ladder match, um, and like I, they, they build it as you'll never see it coming. And I literally did not see it coming when Roman came back, man. I did not. So now we move forward. And now we do another pay per view, Pay Backlash, Sunday night. Oh, who, who I think we have to let people know. Oh, what thank you. With the picks. Great point. I almost completely forgot about that. Yeah, we did. Uh, we had to roll over a bet. And so, loser this weekend was going to have to make the vulgar chef's rice crispy and hot dog rice crispy treat. Aaron, there were how many points to be had over the weekend? I believe 14 points to be had over the weekend. 14 points. Let's start with um, who was victorious. Who who got the most points for the weekend? That would be this guy right here. 12 is the number? You had 12, 12. points for the weekend. Wow. Wow. Um, well, who finished in second? Uh, I believe one AJ Francis finished in second. I knew I, did. I, knew I had a good summer slam, a I, really good summer slam. I, I thought I saw it was a tie. Oh, it no. might have been a tie. Yeah. It wasn't a tie. It was AJ. Okay, it was AJ on All his right. own. Well, that was that was what Brian Powell told me. So Brian, you're a dick. Um, so then, who was in third? Oh, you know what? Would... No, no, no. This is you know what? We should build the drama. Now, now we know there's only two people left. So one of it's either Brandon or myself. One of us is the loser, and has to consume, make and consume rice krispie treats. Made Ugh. with chopped up hot dogs and covered Ugh. in ketchup, mustard, and relish. Ugh. Now, here's the interesting thing. So horrible. We, we made our picks on last week's show. And, and we said, depending on what might happen on SmackDown or things, you have the right to change your picks. One person decided to change his pick from Mandy to Sonya in that match. Huh. That was Brandon. Huh. Huh. Now, how did that work out? Did not work great for him, and because of that, he alone will be eating a delicious. Ah, you suck! Actually, it's untrue. It just saved Glenn because we would have tied, and we would have had to both do it. That's that's true. Other, by the way, my the ones that I got wrong were the last minute matches that I didn't have time to think through that I just texted you back answers to. Like that was the difference for me. Um, is that I got both of those wrong. The matches that were added to the card late, I got both of those. You got wrong. more wrong than that. You got MVP wrong. And I know, but otherwise I would have been closer to where Aaron was. Like I got both of those. The add the two that were added, I got both of them wrong. 
um, which ended up being significant during this process. But not significant enough for me to lose. Ha ha, you suck, asshole. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, also, Brandon was in Altoona this weekend and didn't bring back Altoona Pizza, despite the fact that we were all together last night and could have all paid off the bet together. So, Brandon, boo all around. Terrible performance. Yeah. Particularly, I was there like yesterday. Yeah, way to go. Way to go, <laughs> Chief. Way to fail. Um, so, Brandon will have to, uh, to eat the uh, hot dog Rice crispy treats. Um, we're not gonna do. Do we? Uh, we're not gonna do a bet for this one. We'll just make. There's our, not enough of a card right yeah, now. Yeah, we'll just make our picks. Only four matches on the card right now, for Payback Lash Sunday night from the WWE Thunderdome. Uh, AJ, we're all in agreement. The Thunderdome is amazing, right? It's, yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's it's and a, there's and there's the there's the typical wrestling fan that has to ruin it for yeah himself. Yeah, and, we covered. Yeah, that. you know mm-hmm. he needs. There's so many grown men that need attention. It's pathetic. Like clearly they're not getting no pussy, and it's pathetic. But uh, <laughs> or or butthole, uh, whatever they're interested in. I don't, you know, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but it's 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 sad to see what grown men are will do for intention on the internet. If kids, if you have to try to matter on the internet, you don't matter in real life already. Damn. Damn. Well, thankfully, all of us matter significantly, so we don't have to worry about that. We're very important people. All right, uh, here's what's on the card. Uh, tag team match for the Women's Tag Team Championships, Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. AJ? Um, you know, I'm going to go Bailey and Sasha Banks because this thrown-together team seems like a build-em-up-to-break-em-down situation. So I'm going to go with uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks. And I think that they're building towards what I hope is Sasha versus Bailey for the title at Mania. So that's the tough part to figure out about this, right? Like, is when they want to pull the trigger on the Sasha Bailey thing. And you start sowing the seeds, as we all expected, at SummerSlam. But are you fully pulling the trigger right now going into the fall? And I'm probably with you, AJ. I don't think you are. I think this is the everybody expects that this is the way it's going to go. But I agree. I will also pick Sasha and Bailey to hang on and win here and to drag this one out a little bit longer. Yeah, I'm leaning that way now. I don't think it's mania. I don't think it, they can hold off that, and especially with Hell in a Cell, presumably right there. That feels like the Bailey Sasha. You know, like you do it at Clash of Champions. You have them drop the titles there or somewhere in there, and then get that first match at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, um, honestly, what I would think would happen would be a Bailey Sasha match Hell in a Cell, and then like Bailey wins, Sasha's off TV until Royal Rumble debuts again at the Rumble, and then that's how you do it. Wins it there. That makes sense. Yeah. Wins the rumble. I mean, yeah. Brandon. Yeah. I mean, Bailey and Sasha, I think this is the fake, like this is the pretend breakup before the real breakup. This, they got to slow burn this a little bit. I mean, they've been slow burning forever. They're not going to speed it up now. So I think that that's what you do. And, um, I would even take it a step further and say, and I think I said this last week, I bet you there are people in that room that are going to tell you that that match inevitably might not even need the title uh, once it gets to the point of of blood feud uh, big main event match. But if they're going to do it for the title, I like the way that you guys laid it out. I was going to say the same thing, that you have Sasha Banks win the Royal Rumble because that's something she hasn't done yet. And uh, I think that you're off to the races with uh, big face Sasha. There's another... 
And yeah. I think you can play off of what we saw at SummerSlam and you have Sasha like basically yeah. kill herself and then Bailey roll up after Sasha gets killed and to, to plant the seeds even more. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they, they can't lose. They can't lose yet. For the United States Championship, Apollo Crews and Bobby Lashley, uh, I'll start. I still have no idea why we did the match that we did at SummerSlam. I, I don't get it. Why that couldn't have just been this match then makes no sense to me. But I'm going to pick Bobby Lashley because at some point the Hurt Business can only continue to lose matches for so long and look really silly in the process of having a 3-1 advantage that they're not capable of taking advantage of in so many circumstances. I think Bobby Lashley almost has to win the United States Championship on Sunday night. Agreed with you 100%. The only thing Bobby Lashley has done is apparently break a guy's neck in Raw Underground. That was kind of a weird scene to you know basically show that. But um, yeah, he has to win it. Otherwise, the Hurt Business is basically becoming DOA. Yeah, I agree. It has to be. I mean, if he doesn't win, it's got to be like a DQ type thing, uh, beat down of some sort. But uh, I mean, at this point, I think you he needs to look strong, and uh, I think you got to give him that belt. Uh, yeah, Bobby Lashley for all the reasons you picked. All right, very good. Next up, a uh, no championship match, a singles match. Keith Lee making his main roster pay-per-view debut against Randy Orton. Um, we haven't had a chance to talk about Keith Lee yet. Uh, that was not the way to debut him. I know that putting him in a high-profile thing against Randy Orton is, is good, but this is supposed to be you know, special Keith Lee, the guy who beat Seth Rollins at Survivor Series, the guy who has gone toe-to-toe with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. You want to make his first week in an official WWE strong. So I think Keith Lee has to win here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I th- I think that there could be something uh, something little extra going on with this match, but I-, I think Keith Lee has to look strong, and he's not just going to take a clean loss. That's for sure. Um, I'm going to say he wins, but if you told me, you know, he lost in some screwy way, I could or retribution too, but... gets involved. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was thinking more of like a no contest, or this is what Aaron said, and Super Drew comes out and distracts Randy Orton or something, but. Um, Keith Lee's got to win, or or what are we doing? AJ? Uh, I'm going to go with Randy Orton, and the reason why is I think Randy Orton's going to win cheap, and I don't think that... I think if Randy Orton wins, like, cheaply, it doesn't really... It, it shows that Keith Lee should have won. It shows that Keith Lee's better than Randy Orton, and Randy Orton had to do some cheap shit in order to come out of that victorious, in order to work his way back up to... Uh, title match with Drew McIntyre, and then in the process, you allow uh, Kev, uh, Keith Lee to be the new number one contender once uh, Randy Orton is the WWE champion. So I'm going to go with uh, Randy Orton. I agree completely with AJ. Um, I, I don't know. How, how do you have Randy Orton lose back-to-back matches, in, pay-per-view matches in two weeks? Like how The hottest guy in the entire company is going to lose consecutive matches? Um, I, like I get what you're talking about. With Keith. Only, the only way I can see it happening is if you have Keith Lee win, and then that sets up a triple threat for the title. I guess I just don't know what's what's Randy Orton's argument at that point, right? Like how I mean, he's I, Randy Orton. He's yeah, little, or he's, or yeah. or if Drew wants him in it because Drew's pissed off that that Randy you know tried to kill him or whatever. Right? I mean, like I guess you could do that. 
Um, I, I just don't. I don't think that you have him lose consecutive matches that way. I know what you're saying with Keith Lee. I just don't think that reality, like what what you want Keith Lee to be, immediately meshes with how this has ever worked before. Um, I mean, I guess here's the question: Why is Keith Lee in these matches? It's a, it's a weird way to debut a guy. Yeah. So, what do you mean? If the like, idea is you just want him to look really, 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 really strong in a loss, I guess it's sort of like what they did with Matt Riddle and AJ yeah. Styles, and and in that sense, it works, right? But Matt Riddle won his. I mean, that wasn't his very first he, match. No, but he. But I, that's what I'm saying. This is isn't you're, either. You're, you're, well, you're exactly. You're booking a guy for two straight losses to start his WWE main roster career. You're, you're pretending as though like they aren't against two really significant opponents. It, like, it is. I'm, I'm not saying it's not significant. And Randy Orton, but if I, I guess it's more if I'm booking a guy and he's supposed to be a guy, I don't have him going 0 and 2 in a week to start his WWE career. I mean, but no one's gonna count the Raw one. Like I, I, I think I think you're overthinking it based on like what your hope is for Keith Lee, and I just don't know that that's a track record that's plausible. Um, anyway, but who started Owen? Who has started Owen two coming up from NXT? Who's been relevant down the road? I mean, this would be different. This would be a very different thing if this. You but know. typically, the first like, when you come up from NXT, you don't get two consecutive matches against Randy Orton. That's not normal. I, right, I know. Like that's not normally how this works. Um, because you don't want to start off somebody Owen two. I, I hear you. Uh, triple threat match for the Universal Championship. The Fiend, Braun Strowman, and Roman Reigns. Brandon, you are first. Uh, why do I have to pick this match first? I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I've am i been burned by not doing the obvious thing in the past, so I'm going to do the obvious thing now and say that Roman Reigns wins, but I don't feel good about it. Um, I think that Roman... And Braun, I think that Roman is the leader of Retribution. And I think that uh, Retribution's going to come out and beat the hell out of Braun and uh, Bray. And I think that's going to be the reason why Roman wins. And uh, I'm picking Roman. So who's your, if that's, just in that scenario, who's the top face on SmackDown the following Friday night? The Fiend. The Fiend just becomes a, a straight-up face. He already is. He already kind of has. I mean, he, he is, I, but, but the announcers are still, you know, yeah. when he won the title, the first thing the announcers said were, oh, the evil, sadistic Fiend just took the title. It's a weird... I mean, like, I'm not saying that that's not how the crowd would react if there was a crowd. Like, I, I don't disagree inherently, but it's a it's a fine line, man. Didn't they call no, The Undertaker there, evil and no sadistic there's, there's when he was... No, there's no way... Like, you can't pretend The Fiend is a heel no more. He literally got chokeslammed off the loading dock and then came back to life in, like, the coolest way ever. I mean... Like, no, I mean, he is a face, but it's weird that they still insist on, you know, using heel terminology with him. No, I, feel, I, 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 literally, I literally, like, should write a course on this, this Fiend character. So, The Fiend, think about this. The Fiend is so evil that he's so evil that everyone that comes into contact with him becomes evil. Right. And thus, he becomes the good guy because they have become, it's they a, are newly evil. I mean, so it's like, he's an evil face. It's like the weirdest thing ever, but it's like so meta and so like, like inside baseball, but it's like so cool. Um, can I ask you guys a question really quickly? Yeah. I think you can. <laughs> <laughs> is Roman Reigns in this match? He is indeed. Okay, Ro- Roman Reigns. 
Aaron. <laughs> I, I still think that payback exists so Roman Reigns can get the title before fall season starts. So, yeah. All right. All right. So those are our four picks. We will see if more matches. Uh, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure that more matches will be added to the card in the next couple of days. And so we will post our picks online for those matches. Uh, AJ, it sounds like you're in an airport right now. Yeah, I'm in Austin flying back to Orlando. I'm going to be in Orlando until Sunday, and then Sunday I fly to Chicago. I'll be in Chicago until Tuesday. Then Tuesday I fly to, the, uh, to Detroit. Then I'll be in Detroit until uh, Friday. Then okay. Then I fly back to Orlando for a day, and then I'll be in Orlando for a day. Then I'll be in Palm Coast for two days. Then I'll be back in Orlando for two days. Then uh, after that, I think we fly to Atlanta. So then I'll be in Atlanta. Um, so basically... So when did you so announce? So why do you go to all these places? No, no, no. Wait, hang on a second. When did you announce <laughs> your third party candidacy for president? I'm really surprised that you didn't uh, tell us before you decided to throw your hat in the ring. Uh, you know, uh, I would never do that because I don't like to waste people's time, uh, <laughs> and I don't like to. More importantly than wasting people's time, I don't like to waste my own time. Uh, so you know, it's you know, I'm in the middle of something really cool, and uh, the people will be uh, very well aware of it in the coming days. Um, very soon, hopefully. And uh, it's been a blast to do. And, you know, uh, I wish I was debuting on Monday Night Raw. But I mean, yeah, that'd be cool, too. Is, right. <laughs> here's the real question. Are you getting your frequent flyer miles? Yeah, yeah, man. My hotel points and my rental car points. So he's going to be in Vegas to come see you in about three weeks is what he's saying. <laughs> oh, I can't Look at well, I, I think. <laughs> I think uh, hold on. Damn it! Now I gotta yeah, write gotta, down. Son of a bitch! How long is the time? Edit that out. Yeah, no, you made Glenn will. actually have to work. Yeah, but now I'm gonna have to do actual work, you asshole. Well, let me rephrase. Uh, so edit that out, and then I'll say, "Oh, I think oh, I'm no, gonna no. be." No, we're gonna leave everything. We're gonna leave in all of us talking about editing stuff out. Like we're totally leaving that in. <laughs> I'm just gonna bleep what you said. That's all I'm yes. gonna do. That's good. That's fine. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'll all be right. uh, I'll be in Vegas probably pretty soon, so I'll see you when I'm out there. All right. Uh, at AJ Francis 410 on all social media, correct? Yes, indeed. All right, give him a follow there. It was good uh, having you back-to-back weeks. I like this. I think we should make this um, happen more frequently where we do this uh, uh, on a week. You know, once, once everything is laid out and everybody knows what you guys know already, I'll be on here every week. I love it. Or look, yeah, we just, WWE just has to have a pay-per-view every weekend. Right, so we can do picks. <laughs> yeah, just start doing pay-per-views every weekend, no doubt. All right, buddy. I'm sure matches will be added. We'll we'll twi- tweet no doubt, out the rest no of doubt. the picks. All right, pal. Sure. Love you. Oh, uh, I'm going to try to get this right this time. And there goes... The main event. 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 Yeah, AJ Francis. All right, there he is. AJ joining us. Well, he's out on the road apparently doing who knows what. Couldn't possibly know what it is that he's doing out on the road from city to city. Let's. Can we talk about NXT? Yeah, we can. We can go there. I want. I mean, we got to do NXT. We got to do AW. I was going to just try to go through anything else that we didn't cover from SummerSlam that we felt like we needed to cover. I guess there's not really anything. We can I was going to say, SummerSlam, like, they built it well storyline-wise. We, I was talking about that. Like, every match seemed to have some, you know, major story going into it. But as a show, it was it was fine. 
It just there wasn't that huge moment you would expect from SummerSlam. I would I would say I'm interested in what's going to happen with Sonya Deville moving. Like that is interesting to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's possible that on Raw we saw the actual members of Retribution. We still don't know if we did, but maybe we did. Yeah. For all we know, they're still stand. We we can recognize some of them, but it could be stand-ins. Correct. Like that's still where we're at, where we don't real. Like we first have to figure out if they know who's in retribution yet, and and we don't. Well, we still... and that's and but well, and that's what I'm saying. I'm th- I'm saying maybe because they had them stand on the apron like that at the hard cam, that this might be the first time we've actually seen the real. Well, members. and I, and right, we've seen the thing that's but, going but, but around. But we also could maybe not have seen the real. Totally or we plausible. could have seen six of the fifty members that are going to be in retribution. <laughs> um. Uh, that being said, this was the first time that we saw them have a target clearly like a a a determined target in the mysterios they had just been attacking everyone before now they had their first actual target in the process um do we draw anything from the fact that that seth was kind of watching they attack the fiend or did they just attack braun well they, they surrounded the ring when braun and the fiend were in it then the fiend disappeared and so you, right. you could say they were attacking both but but they attacked Braun and they attacked the Mysterio. But but he escaped. This was very clear. Right, Seth, right, Seth right, Rollins right. was still they, there. They left Seth go. They right. they could have gone after Seth Rollins. They didn't. Um, they only went after the Mysterios. So in fact, there was a moment where Seth was like laughing that I correct. thought they were going to go after him, but they didn't. And so. and does that mean anything? We will find out. Clearly, we will find out if that means anything. But that is interesting. I mean, that that's the first kind of direction that we've seen for retribution yet run and and i i do think that's going to set up like a who is running them uh thing and i i think maybe you know we saw that that's going to introduce seth into that so he needs something so maybe that introduces him into that scenario which we know the miz obviously is a part of and potentially roman as well but that's just us sort of spitballing but they've told they've told us the miz is going to be part of this conversation um we should point out that dominic was great um you know i i i'm, yeah. I'm fully yeah. on board with dominic as a full-time you know performer how quickly you elevate him to consistent main event level you know we'll see but um he was great i think he's fine in the role he's in right now i i the only thing i would say is that role is just really being Rey mysterio's son he can't just and i'm okay be, with that right now I don't know if he can be a high-level guy on his own at this moment. Well, apparently they have a name change in costume for him coming. That's what I read. His name is supposed to be... what? Oh, God, I texted it to Prince, you guys. Prince Mysterio. Mysterio yeah. yeah. Because Ray means king, right? Yeah. 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 And, and he has a mask and stuff. So that, that's supposed to be... Uh, you know, they, they, the thing I read, and who knows if it's true, was that this was temporary for this specific storyline, but when he's actually a wrestler, he's going to be called Prince Mysterio and wear a mask. I mean, I like the sounds of that. Um, Yeah. You know, I I, I just don't think, I don't think that you can do Mysterio family values for very long and be interesting. I I think that at some point... Did any of you guys think that they were going to hit the wife? I I was like 75% sure that... yeah, but like the way they've been telling the Seth story, like I thought they were gonna figure out a way to do that. 
to have him hit. I didn't think that they would hit her. No. Do I think it's like if you're do something, if you're extending this still, if you don't really have a purpose for Seth yet besides this. And so like, for example, it wouldn't stun me at all on Sunday night if it's we're talking about a tag match, right? Like it's it's Seth and Murphy against um, the Mysterios. Like, I think it seems like something they could do pretty quickly, pretty easily. And and it would be fine. Nobody would be mad about it. If they if they involved that somehow, would it stun me at this point? No, it wouldn't stun me at this point. Well, just, just the history of, like, they don't usually introduce those types of people unless they do something. Typically, there's, when whenever someone consistently starts showing up, there's some reason for that. By but, the way... Uh, like, whoever I, the, I, like whoever the fuck the girl is from The Bachelor... Whole what you should do with Dominic. If Dominic turns heel on Ray, then you can have him go off on his own right now. Well, I think, if, it, hmm. I, but I'm not, I don't know what you, can we talk about right now? I don't know what that is, right? Like, well, you, you said you, I mean, basically you were saying in the near future, how, how quickly do you segment Dominic off? And I don't know if as a face, you can segment Dominic off too quickly. Now as a heel, I think you could potentially. Uh, there's a place for that, by the way. That oh, 100%. Very, very good, and it's not on Raw or SmackDown. Um, you you mean a, me? You mean making who can facilitate this? Wait, say that again. Oh, what? Elgato del Fantasma. Yeah, I don't. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, for, and the other thing is, you don't need another heel. On yeah, NXT. that I don't. I don't like that at all. Um, and that's like Dominic being part of that. No, that to me reeks of the problems we talk about where you just take anyone who has any Latin connection and keep putting no, them no, no, together. No, but this is this different because you could tell the story of the, the Lucha Libre I, and the respect of the mask and all that yeah. stuff. I, I don't this hate it in a, theory. I just don't think that NXT can I, take I, on another heel. I, this is the thing. I think they believe Dominic's a star. I, like, this is, boy, this is, it's a tough thing to talk about. Rey Mysterio has done something for them over the years where no matter what, there was always a segment of the population that Rey Mysterio was their absolute favorite wrestler and they cared desperately about him. And we all like Rey Mysterio, right? Like, we all, everybody likes Rey Mysterio and thinks he's a great performer, an iconic figure. But there is a segment of the population that treats Rey Mysterio as if he is professional wrestling. There's a reason he was on SmackDown for all those years when Correct. he was on network TV. I think they would like for that to continue. That what they've been able to have with Rey Mysterio is a surefire, the Latin community always will treat this man as a superstar, as the biggest deal on the face of the planet. And I think that part of their thought process with Dominic Mysterio is, can we just cash 20 more years of checks out of that? Can we buy ourselves? Uh, and two, that's why they want him to wear the mask and all two that. Two more decades of Got having it. Rey Mysterio. And yes, he's not he doesn't look like Rey Mysterio. He's not going to do you know, like I understand he's not Rey Mysterio, and that's part of the difficulty of this, is that he can't do all the same things Rey Mysterio does. But at the end of the day, do those do, does that community just care so deeply about Rey Mysterio and the Mysterio name? that they will be quick to embrace Rey Mysterio's son, Prince Mysterio, who's wearing a mask, doing all that stuff the same way. And if that's the case, I, I don't, I don't want to do anything with, you know, with the, that, 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 that crew. I, 
I I don't know, and I don't know. I'm I'm spitballing in a way, but I do know. Or he could he could be the foil. Why are you wearing that mask? You're you know. I mean that could be it, know. right? That could be it. I I. They're about to shake up the rosters. I don't. Different I don't think too. they treat Dominic Mysterio like they treat other performers. I think Dominic Mysterio, in their mind, is extending the amazing success and benefits they've been able to get from Rey Mysterio over the years. And and like you could say that's unfair to Dominic. But I think if you told him that he's going to get to have a career like his father for 20 years, he'd say, sign me the fuck up. Like, yes, by all means, I'll do that for you. Um, I, I just I know because for a bunch of different reasons, I know what Rey Mysterio has been for them and why yeah. they've done certain things with them. And I just think that this feels like trying to extend that out. You're pro- which is fair. why I think Ray sticks around a little like longer than maybe you think. Well, I'm not, I'm not that saying that Ray has to both of them. I'm not saying that Ray has to go away in this process. Well, is it, isn't there a report that he just agreed to a new like handshake deal or whatever? There was a lot of talk that he's now working on a contract right now. There's a lot of talk in a lot of different directions on I, that. I think I'm saying specifically like having the mom around and making it about the family. That part to me isn't so interesting. I don't think there's okay, anything yeah, wrong with having. I don't having... know what the mom can do again, unless it facilitates a Dominic heel turn. Like that's but your that, that's your catalyst. Yeah, right and there. that and that doesn't do a lot for me. I mean, again, in the scenario that I think it is now, if they if they don't feel that way, and this is treating Dominic as his own thing and his own entity, you know, that becomes a far different story. Absolutely. All right. Um, as far as NXT is concerned, I am going to admit that I am not as excited as the rest of everybody else is about. Pat McAfee's performance. I thought it was fine, and I think that we allowed our our unbelievably low bar to let ourselves get carried away about what it was. Um, I I thought he, you know, he showed something, but nothing that made me say like I need more Pat McAfee wrestling in the future. And and I think that we allowed ourselves to overreact to how bad we thought it was going to be. Now, here's my two thoughts on this. I think he did an outstanding job. I think he looked good. There was good moments. Should we have done this? Absolutely not. <laughs> I think these are two different. Like, like, did he do fine? He did great. He did a lot better than I expected. Sure, but you're probably right about that. Like, we got dragged down into low expectations. So now we're overreacting to oh, he could actually do some things. And by the way, if he couldn't, what kind of athlete would he be? Because they didn't expect the world from him. Um, you know, he did, he did a few things that were pretty impressive for what we expected. But should he have had a million false finish match with Adam Cole? No. I mean, I, I was offended by this thing five minutes in. Well, but I th- I mean, and I, I think it's a twofold thing. Like no matter what is. no matter what he did, he wasn't going to do that. I would if if coming out of it I said to myself like I'm gonna make a comparison because I saw uh, Aaron brought this up on Twitter over the weekend. After I saw D'Angelo Williams wrestle Impact Wrestling, I thought to myself, D'Angelo Williams needs to be a professional wrestler. Like he's a professional wrestler. That's what he is. I come away from this as what I thought it was. Pat McAfee's a personality who's enough of an athlete that he can do some things, but I sure as shit don't need him wrestling in a week. He didn't do anything to me that says to me, this is somebody I need wrestling next week or the week after that or the week after that or that I ever really need to revisit this with. I think he's a personality. I think he could work his way into doing something, but I don't need more of Pat McAfee wrestling just because he exceeded my absurdly low expectations. 
I'm, I'm kind of in between right now. I thought he was great. I thought he did a lot yeah. of the little things right. It wasn't just, you know, the flip and stuff. I thought he did a lot of just kind of the, you know, he let his personality show in the ring, and, which and, is something you don't see a lot from these celebrities. That's the best Stephen thing I Amell, say about Including him. D'Angelo Williams. But I think that both of those guys were far better, like, in actual wrestling than Pat McAfee was. I That's think fine. Pat, but, Pat, I, but I'm talking specifically, like, there's, he did a lot of little things that I really liked. And if you told me that going forward, because he just ended, by the way, he ended his CBS radio show. If you told me that was because he wants to get into wrestling full time. It's not. We look at this it's as not. the first the w- of a career. I'm at least I'm the, intrigued. The, the word it. is he's got a serious XM deal lined up. I, right? I assume that's it, but yeah. I, I'm just I was saying if you know, like there there was enough there that made me say I'm intrigued by Pat McAfee as a wrestler. If you if he actually went into yeah. it, and it wasn't just a one time. I'm thing. intrigued with him as a personality that's capable of doing things. Um, like I don't know what that would be, right? Like if that means that he's a guy that you could. Can that guy have a oh boy? It's unfair because Dolph Ziggler is such a better wrestler than he, like can can you have a Dolph Ziggler like career where you can you can be relevant at any point because you're relevant at any point. Um, I, I, but I can't compare it to Dolph Ziggler because Dolph Ziggler is a truly great wrestler. Um, if you told me they made him a manager or an announcer that wrestled sometimes, okay. <sighs> Yeah, but I'm that I'm wary of that because that smells like a guy that wrestles. I, I would say not in NXT. What right? if he becomes like, the Miz? The Miz is a guy who got in because he was on MTV, a guy who had a personality, a following going mm-hmm. in, and he eventually, you know, he he went up in his career and became right, a he, very suitable wrestler with a great personality. Right. That that's that would absolutely be the best comparison that you can make. And what I would say is again, not on NXT. Right. Like the NXT is not the place for that. Um. You know, if that's if that's somehow part of the show, like remember how painful we had to get through with the Miz in order to finally get to the point that, yes. that it was. And the Miz was in his twenties, right? I mean, Pat McAfee's thirty three now. I think he was upper twenties at least. Uh, I'd have to check on that. Yeah, I don't think that's right. I I, I think Brandon's closer to it. Um, well, I mean, so if he's if he's thirty nine now, he's yeah, well, he, he was born in eighty. Yeah, so so twenty six. 14 years ago, yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what my patience level is for... Like, I get it. You look at The Miz and say, look how great it ended up being. That's, that's true, but it had to be really bad for a really long time in order to get to that point. I think Pat McAfee... I mean, here's what I'll say. Pat McAfee is better than The Miz was at that level. Um, I, he's you know, more of an athlete sure. than The Miz was. He's, he's more sure. of an athlete. I think he's a better personality than Miz was, at least he, what he showed. I just don't know. Uh, I'll I'll tell you this. The worst part of the Miz when he started was what he does best now, which is the talking, the, you know, the looking comfortable. He he wasn't comfortable at all. Right. No, you're right about that. You're right about that. But again, I'm still trying to figure out what that is, right? Like, what is that moving forward? And to your point, if it's, if it's a manager, I mean, I don't really know if the guy wants to show part of a faction that like wrestles sometimes, but he's more like Xavier and is just kind of there a lot. Um, not that he should be, but I'm just saying, you know, that's the way they treated him. If you told me that, okay. But like, if he, if you told me he's like competing for the North American title at the at the next takeover, I don't want that. Well, I don't. Again, I don't want Definitely anything on NXT. I don't want him anywhere near NXT moving. I'm forward. just using it as an example. I, even on the main roster, though, if you tell me he's like 
going for the Intercontinental title next week. Like, well, I, he's the leader I, of Retribution. Right, I agree. Those are those are mistakes. I would say no matter what it is, I'm I'm far more inclined to listen to an argument for Pat McAfee away from NXT. Right, like that's that is part of the reason why this was so offensive to me and why I couldn't I couldn't enjoy it still on sun, on Saturday night. Is this had no place on a takeover? I was um, much more bothered by who he was wrestling than the takeover part. But you like, needed you needed that to get this. What? If it's not Adam Cole, he looks so much worse, and we're not no, talking about that. No, several, right. but there's several people there's that could have given guys. him okay. that match. Dolph Ziggler could have given him that match. But Tyler no, yeah, Breeze could have given to, him that match. I don't know that Tyler Breeze could. I, I love Tyler Breeze. He's a phenomenal wrestler. I don't know if Tyler Breeze gives him that match. Like I think I think the num- the people are Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. But what did he do that impressed everybody? That that's the, the flip off the top. Like he could do that to right. anybody. Like that, and that's the that's the problem that I had with praising it is like everybody's talking about him jumping off. Like it, I can do that, not well, but I can do it. Um, everything else, yes. I mean, I was I was talking about the selling. I was talking about every like the little things. That's what that to me that impressed me more than the flip. Yeah, but he doesn't flip need Adam Cole to do any of that stuff. To to sell for him, he does. He needs a guy for who Adam can do it Cole that to well. Sell, but that's not what you're praising. You're praising his selling. No, I'm you're... praising everything about the match. I'm saying the match was that good because you had one of the four or five best wrestlers in the company going for him. But like, put him against Gargano. D- different. That's what I'm saying. Goal, Cole and Gargano. But what I'm saying is. That's a much different situation. It's a. It's. I don't like it. I don't like that one either. But I think, like, if if you did this after Adam Cole was doing what Gargano has been doing for the past year, maybe I don't like, I don't hate hate it as much. But when you have, it's literally the next thing he does after he loses the title that he's had for two years or whatever. Like that's where it feels. Uh, I don't, I don't I disagree that that's offensive too. Like I don't disagree with that, but the takeover thing will always be offensive to me. Like you just, you don't book this on takeover, um, or or that's what takeover ends up becoming, which is no different than, like you know, when AJ this was just on TV. What have you felt this is, is it NXT? Thing? It's an, it's definitely it's it's an NXT thing as a whole. It's worse that it's takeover. Like I wouldn't. I would not have liked it on NXT in any like NXT is supposed to be your wrestling brand. Like that's they they, they frame it as it's correct. the best wrestling in the world. Like that's that's your your brand where you get wrestling is supposed to be NXT. So I'm gonna be offended by it like no matter what, but it's more offensive that it was takeover, which has set this standard for wrestling shows that Pat McAfee jumping off, doing a flip off, and I'm not. By the way, I'm kidding. When, I don't. I hope somebody nobody thinks I'm actually suggesting I can do a flip. I can't, of course. <laughs> um, but like, well, but what you're saying too is like because they put this on a takeover, then they had the pressure to try to make this match into what it ha- ended up being, and 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 what this match should have been if you're gonna do it is a couple evasions, a couple of him impressing with a flip or whatever, and then a kick in the fucking mouth and a one, two, three. That's what this match should have been. Yeah, Adam, I, I would agree that, that like part of it is Adam Cole shouldn't have ever struggled with Pat McAfee. No. 100% yeah. there. Like that, and he didn't cheat, and that's the that's the worst part of it. Like if he would have hit him in the head with something, then I, I okay. He, he right. did do a low blow at one point, but okay, yeah, that was late. But, that was late in the match. Right, yeah. right. Adam Cole is one of the best wrestlers on the face of the planet. He should never have struggled. Um, to, I, I mean, really, in kayfabe, you could say Pat McAfee should be able to challenge most of the roster right now. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I, in, in kayfabe, yeah. it's true. He he went pretty close with Adam Cole. Yeah, it's that's that's troubling. All that's troubling. I don't disagree with that. 
Um, all right. Uh, as far as the, the Keith Lee thing is concerned, to speak to you, what you're bringing up, um, I, I think we're overreacting to them changing his music and allowing that to impact the way that we feel about everything else. And his gear. Yeah, and his gear. Neither one of those things. I mean, the music isn't good, but it's also not that big of a deal. I would, I would say um, I think Keith Lee is going to be fine. I think that the expectation that Keith Lee was going to come in and immediately be the top face in the company goes back to like the hope that you wanted him to win the Royal Rumble. Like, I, it's just not the way they operate. That was never happening. Whether you should say, yeah, but they should. Okay, I'll, I'll listen. Keith Lee's great. But it's never been that way. It's never going to be that way. Um, I don't care for Keith Lee's music. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why he would do that, but it makes even less sense that they kept the beginning well, so, from suppose, the old music. Supposedly, it's because they don't want to use CFO music anymore. <laughs> that, there's so many people that are still using. Well, they are, but they're they're fa- if you notice, they are phasing some of or, or making small changes to it. A yeah, lot. They are. They yeah. are. Was was Tommaso Ciampa's music CFO? I can't yes. remember if they were like one of the last CFOs or one of the first new ones. I don't. One I, don't I don't know. I'd be really mad. I've I've decided that like I can't ever have. It, some... is, it is CFO. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be a real problem for me. I I that's the one that they get the least credit for that I think is the absolute oh. best. It's great. Oh. It's wonderful. It's, it is amazing. It was and the one where they when they made the change, it made such a difference for him. Correct. It, it. I mean, it really did. It had a dramatic. Well, if you remember, impact. they were doing the silence for a while, and everyone was talking about how awesome that was, and like, how can you do something besides the silence? And then they no, brought up they that sh- music, and then yeah. it was like, oh yeah. Yeah. If they have yeah. him abandon that, it's going to be a real issue for me. Like that. I. And again, I get that when we're talking about CFO, we're talking about fucking the greatest love I've ever known. We're talking about glorious. We're talking about some of the great theme songs that we have fallen in love with. I somehow think that might be their best work. Like I, it's unbelievable to me how much I love that every time it happens. So it will be a real problem for me when we get to that point. So by the way, other people that have CFO songs: Sasha Banks, Mia Yim, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle. Is, Sa- Rhea... is Sasha's remix CFO? Yes. Okay. Yes. Rhea, they just added Snoop Dogg to it. Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai, Tynara. Con- well, she's not there. Um, Nakamura. I mean, they're not going to get rid well, of all Naka, these the songs. new Nakamura is not CFO anymore. It's just using that riff. They change it to that one. Uh, no, it's the, it's still them. Well, it, it's the base. They just but they, added they, vocals to it. Right, it, they're exactly. credited. If you right. look up on Spotify, CFO dollar sign, right. it tags yeah. everything they're in. Yeah, they have to. No, that makes sense. Like you and have Ruby, Ruby Riot's music. For, for um, me, for go, going back to Keith Lee though, for me, it's less about oh my god, how could you not beat Randy Orton? As do it. This is genuinely strange. You don't bring. You know, they advertise Keith Lee coming in. But all of this then, is strange. And, like it's strange oh, what yeah. you're. I mean, it's strange. But I'm pointing out that it's this is uncharted territory if you're if you're hyping up a guy's debut yeah. and 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 you know it wasn't just that he lost by dq like he, he lost by dq because he was going to lose that match like that's why drew came out to basically beat up randy orton and also to save keith lee and if he starts oh and two that's strange that's very very strange um am i the one who has to point out the other thing that happened that's bad for keith lee what he had a real bad match on takeover you said that. I don't think it yeah, was that bad. I, I think oh, I, God, I, it was painful. No, it was I, it's, way it, too long. It was and... not nearly as bad as... And by the way, I didn't even think it was bad. Um, I, I, I do think that you allowed the fact that you didn't like it to the get-go to impact the way that you felt about that. It was boring. It was like, not good. I, I, I thought the pacing was very similar to Drew and Randy, honestly, as if you're talking about the pacing. 
I mean, did Drew and Randy lay in an arm bar for five minutes? Because they did. Well, they don't use submissions. <laughs> like, if you don't like submission wrestling, okay. No, but, okay, let me let me give you a, a, the polar opposite of that, where you can't make the argument that I don't like submission wrestling. Finn Balor and Timothy Thatcher was awesome. Yeah, well, that's why I don't understand why you didn't like this match. You're completely <laughs> Oh, my God. They I mean, weren't even the same. You had two guys laying around doing nothing versus two guys actually grappling and wrestling. You have two. I mean, first of all, this is this was a weird match for NXT. We've never had, you know, two powerhouses. Like everyone this for weeks was telling me that these guys were going to tear it up in a five star match. And they did. not I don't what? think anyone said five star match. But I also thought it was a like, I don't think it was a. Oh, they, my God. They're I'm not letting to- these guys work the way they can work. And this has always been my concern about Keith Lee and. Karrion Cross, who I haven't liked from the beginning, and everyone keeps telling me he's this amazing wrestler, and they have not. They're either they're holding him back or he can't do it. And 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 I, I think well, here's the you thing. guys okay, have all if, told me otherwise because you've seen him wrestle before. So I'm gonna assume they're holding him back. I well, I didn't think his honestly. I thought if I was if I was pointing something out, it was that he, they didn't let Keith Lee beat Keith Lee in that match. I thought Karrion Ke, Cross was actually pretty good in that match i just didn't love the way they use keith lee if you're looking for it but i also didn't think that match sucked it was not for me so i also look i, I don't know how uh karen cross's injury impacted the match either like i have no idea what what well, that's, uh, okay fair like I, I i don't know enough to be able to speak to that and it's totally possible that that that's part of the storyline of why it is um, that that it was, and I, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to pretend like it was a five star match either. It wasn't. I didn't think it was bad either, though. I just I just thought it was a functional. This is what we're trying to do. I I disagree with the premise, as I've disagreed with all along. I disagreed with of the premise of putting Karrion Cross immediately into this position. I thought that was a mistake. I think it's insane, particularly when Adam Cole was facing a professional wrestler. Johnny Gargano was an afterthought in a ladder match, and Tommaso Ciampa wasn't even on the card. Like, I I, I kind of didn't know as a whole what you were doing with this particular takeover. It made no sense to me kind of all over the place. Now, that might have as much to do with the, the nature of the business of the last couple of months, but some of it still seems to be self-sabotage. Like, you had Finn Balor... Um, you know, had all you had all like half of them on the card, and Tommaso Ciampa's ready to wrestle again, apparently fairly quickly. But yet, you just didn't use them, which makes no sense. I I'm very confused about a lot of things moving forward, and you know, doing it. I guess we're gonna do Ciampa cross again, uh, coming out of this. Like, I don't know why you would be hyping Ciampa returning so much if you weren't having him return to revisit Karrion Cross, but. Are you giving Karrion Cross the belt for for one match? Like, are you going to do that with two consecutive champions? Is they just have the belt for a minute before you have it go right back to the next person? Uh, unless he's being called, I, I'm pretty sure that what we can reasonably assume here is that they knew Keith Lee was going up and they wanted to give him the belt before he goes up. But I, and that's I'd struggle with that too. Like, why did that? Oh, I, I don't I don't like it, but I feel like that's exactly I, what happened. I don't. I'll never understand that theory either, right? And in fairness, part of the problem is it hasn't made a difference for so many people, right? Like, I, Drew McIntyre, I guess you can say, hey, he got the belt and he ended up being great for him. But like, did he need to get the belt in order for Drew, Vince McMahon to remember that he had wet dreams about Drew McIntyre? Like, was that necessary? Did, did Drew McIntyre was was nothing? until they just decided again that they wanted him to be the guy that they thought he was 10 years ago. I, I, I just don't I don't understand that thought process at all of let's have him hold the belt for two weeks before we have him bring, uh, bring him up. Like, 
No, it feels more like they just shotgunned it. Like they found out he was coming up last week or something. No, see, because I, I think they always had the plan of, of cross winning. I mean, maybe. Like maybe, but that's a bad plan too. Like, I, I, I don't disagree. It's a bad but, plan. But, I'm but, just saying but, that's what it feels like it happened. But did they originally have him beating Adam Cole? And they changed oh, their oh, mind yeah, no, for some I, reason. That wait, did who beat Adam Cole? Did Keith Lee? Did they have Karrion Cross beating Adam Cole originally? Like like a lot of this stuff is weird because remember Oh yeah, they oh, had, oh yes, yeah, yeah. They could, were could trying Adam, to get the fans to cheer for him and stuff. Yeah, could, could Adam Cole have come in and uh, or had retained the title? Yeah, that's what I think happened. I genuinely I, think they they realized Keith Lee is going up at SummerSlam. We yeah. want to get Keith for whatever reason, I, whether it makes think, sense or not. I think NXT has turned into what we're used to on Raw and SmackDown, which is fly by the seat of the pants week by week stuff. I don't think any of this was like a month. Oh, a month ago, we knew Keith Lee was going to Raw. Like, I don't think. I don't don't know, man. I could be completely wrong about that. Uh, I just don't know. I don't know. The the only thing that I know is wrong is having a scenario by which you have a takeover that involves Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, and, and, and not doing anything significant with them. Like, I, that's my issue right now with with NXT is you've your top stars are afterthoughts. And I disagree about the Finn Balor thing. I think he was used correctly because I think that now was used correctly last week on NXT. I don't know, but this, what you did was you had Velveteen Dream beat him, and so I think it was good to give him a nice strong pay per view win. That, and I mean, then, but it goes why why was he in this situation to begin with? If what if there what if he's in line? Well, what if he's in line for crosses? They wanted to get him out of that picture to put him separate, get him the win, and now he's in line for cross. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and I would say never. What I think is I would say happen. never put him into the picture for the ladder match to begin with. Well, that like, I agree with. You had to have him lose a bunch to get a match with Timothy Thatcher, a man who could have really used a, pro- a high profile win. Didn't, I don't believe they have any plans for Thatcher, but I mean, if, then then what are we doing, right? Like that's. I, I think he's one of those guys. But they made him look like a million bucks in the match. And, I mean, and, and that, but that's what he, I think he's going to be. He's always going to be the guy who you put in a can put in a high profile match because he looks. I like mean, a million it bucks. sounds like you think he's Chris Hero, which like you know. I, yeah. I mean, you could yeah. you could make the argument that he could be, uh, you know, Damian Priest's feud or whatever, you know, like because they clearly have shifted him to face to to being a face now. I or I, or, I or guess. wait, who's who's a face? Damian <laughs> Priest. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know about that I, guy. I guy riding around in rich cars and hot tubs with, with beautiful because women. Because you want to be a, like that. I mean, if I mean, but that that makes Ric Flair a face. <laughs> I mean, th- this is Damian Priest doing his best Ric Flair. It does. It does come off very Ric Flair. There's no question about that. Um, but I, but he, they had him acting very heelish for a bit, and he has shifted to be a little bit more cool. Maybe if you say he's undefinable. I could give you that. Yeah, we maybe. Were, we, we talked about this a few months ago. But he for sure was like attacking was, people and stuff like yeah. two months ago. Here's but, a, but we were talking about that a few months ago, how his character had gotten really muddled and we weren't exactly sure right. what it was. I guess I would say if if the if the point was that Finn Balor was supposed to be the next, you know, like program for Karrion Cross, then again, why does why is Tommaso Ciampa not involved at in that pay per view? Right? Like it feels like you have to bring Tommaso Ciampa back after the pay per view 
because he's got to try to go back after Karrion Cross. Either that or he's the he's the win you give to Finn to get to Karrion Cross. Well, I mean, so I, they, they he, say he get, Tommaso versus Finn for the number one. Yeah, I mean, because here's the thing: Tommaso has no claim on the title right now. He got killed by Karrion Cross. Yeah, it wasn't close. It was. I mean, it I, was I, I I understand that, but he's still Tommaso Ciampa. Right, which is but, why you have to get him a big win, which you can very easily. But I mean, th- this is why this is all like then do that <laughs> like d- do that at your pay-per-view but, but you also see him being the loss that losing to whoever the the number one contender ends up being yeah i don't well. know i don't know that i see champ in the title picture that's what i'm saying couldn't you see him being the person that whoever has to beat i'm going to say finn balor but whoever it is i could see him coming saying he wants a title shot. Somebody coming in, and then they're like, "Okay, all, well, all whoever of, wins this match faces all Karrion of these Cross. scenarios." I, I could see him being a feud for with Dream if they're insisting on going with Dream. I mean, they're just pulling that kind of out of nowhere. Like, sure, I guess. Like, but I mean, pretty much anything they pull with Champa would be out of nowhere. Like, he no, decisively one lost thing, a cross. But, he could, you know, you're not going back to Gargano right away. You, you say What's that he the, decisively lost a cross. Is he just supposed to say like, "That's cool"? Like, you put me out for a long time, and I don't care about that. Like I have no interest I mean, in pursuing it, it. It wasn't anything cheating wise. It it's wasn't not about whether or not it's cheating. If 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 Tommaso Ciampa, the ultimate performer, got put out for yeah. months I'm by not someone, he can't ever mention it. But like I, I would think that it's a very real situation that he doesn't bring it up because there that's was, insane. You know, it, it, it's a decisive win. He, then you didn't. Move on for then losses. you didn't need to have him be out for some time. If somebody put you out for a long time, it's going to drive you that you want to get back at that person. That's I not agree a, with that, but it's not necessarily immediate, I guess. That could be the underlying thing I want to get back to that level. That, yeah, and then immediately segue to, you know, he, he comes out and says that Dream immediately comes out. Or I mean, whoever okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's says, fine. Shot, but if, if, that's, push, if that's the story, you're still not painting me why he wasn't on this pay-per-view. I don't know why he was gone in the first place. So. That's, I mean, this is the issue. Like, all this goes. My problem is you did a takeover where you either ignored or did nothing significant with your top stars, except for, I guess, Adam Cole, right? Like, if you want to call that significant, but I don't. So, your top stars on NXT, the guys that you want to tune in every week, you did nothing of significance with for an entire pay per view. And when you do that, you get this. Well, Gargano was in a significant match. He was, but he was an afterthought in that match. He had to lose and get back into that match, and that's not anything. Johnny yeah. Gargano came out of the feud of, of forever as the top guy to be an afterthought in a, a five-man take. Uh, Cameron match. Grimes came off looking better than Johnny Gargano. Like you, your stars <laughs> of the show were irrelevant on a takeover. Yeah. What is that? All right, we have a we have we got to do this quickly because I got to roll. Yep. Um. Look, I I I have as much to say about Cody losing as I had to say about him winning. <laughs> it, like, I was going to wait for this. Somehow, you you managed to like the moment that should have mattered. The the story is still about Cody, and. And yet he might be gone for a while. Well, so. but but it's all, like he has to be gone for a while because Cody Rhodes losing a match has to be so significant <laughs> that he has to be out for six weeks because of it. Instead of just you know, okay, Cody Rhodes lost a match, that's that. Move forward, do whatever you're going to do. Because Cody Rhodes is all that matters in AEW. All we're going to hear about is Cody Rhodes for six weeks while he's out. Um. 
Like AEW, by the way, AEW social media accounts. Big picture with Brody Lee holding the title. You would think it would be a story about uh, about the new champion, right? This Thursday, update on Cody Rhodes' condition. I mean, that is the text that goes because with that Because that's, that's what AEW is, is Cody Rhodes. Um, and the final shot you saw going off the air was not Brody Lee holding the belt. It was Cody Rhodes in a stretcher. I, of course. I, I got nothing. I, I just... At least, or is it, at least Brody won. Brody won decisively, and Brody won cleanly. That's the best you could say about it. Yeah, I mean that is the best I can say about it. And and, and that's by the way, all of those things are very good things. Those are good things, except for the fact that it still doesn't dismiss the fact that suddenly the right. Dark Order cared about a belt when they didn't care the last time they had the opportunity to win a belt. Like there's, there's still so many holes in all of this. The 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 Cody problem is still very existent. The tag team thing continues to be an issue that nobody wants to talk about because we only want to talk about how deep they are. Um, but you're telling... I thought I thought they corrected that main story a little, though. How? I, I, I actually was into that this week. What do you mean? The main story they have going with, like, FTR and um, and Omega and... Uh, Page and but, but Page wasn't yeah. there. <laughs> like, Page had nothing to do with it. What, no, he Page was there. He did the backstage segment with them. Yeah. The backstage... They had a match where the story was about Kenny Omega and the Bucks. Like, that, well, was, that was the and story. Think, well, no, yeah. and I think that's intentional because, like I said, more and more I think this is leading towards that split. Well, that, Page but, going with FTR and but that's Omega the problem. going you've, with the Bucks. You've been dragging that out for six months. Like, this is... I'm not going to give you credit suddenly six months down the road that it might be what it should have been months ago in order to have a great tag division. Your tag champs have been the irrelevant part of the tag division. And when they've been there, they've been telling a different story. The work's not being done. Um, I, 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 hope... I, I, I mean, again, it's just two different conversations. The storyline is great. You're right. There is work to do in the tag division, but that yeah, storyline yeah, is things. great. The storyline's good. The tag conversation. The storyline would be great if you had gotten rid of if you if they had dropped the belts a long time ago. Like if they had dropped the belts in June, I would like the story so much more. The fact that it's allowing but FTR wasn't there in June. They don't have to drop them to FTR. They well, have. That's not. But that my point is. Like, in fact, I'd be surprised. Part of the story that I like though is. But the FTR and the Bucks can still have a story, though. No, but they're being fr- they're like befriending Hangman Page, and it they're sort of tricking him, right? I they're mean, sort of playing into his drinking. I mean, it's I, I like the story they're yeah, talking. Yeah, that about. part of it doesn't do nearly as much for me. Um, but but sure, it's it's fine. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I I I didn't think it was a particularly interesting episode of dynamite and in fairness it was on a saturday night so it's what it is we're gonna get the mimosa mayhem match yeah i mean like if, if it was anybody else i'd be kind of annoyed but it's, right. it's gonna be a fun match between those guys correct the 100 percent. it's not for a title it's not a main event it's not for a title sure you can do that yes one i mean like i'm, I'm on board for, i'm on board with well, that that's perfect because you have jericho hawking his Champagne, and you've got a guy named Orange Cassidy. No, so, it, it, 100%. Yes. That part works, but that that's the least offensive thing that you're doing. The rest of it is, it, it's all the same things I keep saying, which is like, what, why are we ignoring all of these plot holes? And I know the answer, and it goes back to the things that Brandon screamed about to begin with. Um, we're just we're just ignoring them for the sake of ignoring them. Now, if you want, um, like, like the the best news for them is 
the ratings weren't nearly as abysmal as they could have been on a Saturday night. They, they were basically the same as their numbers on Thursday. That's or being, on Wednesday. That's being favor- it's, it's being favorable to them. Like it was basically the same as their worst rating on a on a well, on a Wednesday. I, I thought it was down five percent from but last from, week. from from which was, was their worst it was, rating. It was in line with their lowest rating. Right. It was it was their worst numbers. This was only a little bit worse than their worst numbers. And again, considering it was on a Saturday somehow you can argue that's actually good like that's actually a good thing that on a saturday night they still did something that was only a little bit worse than their worst ever wednesday night but it begs the question what if you had done it on thursday well, i mean and that's we're going to get a far more direct answer about that this week and the the i think it's an easy assumption to make that you know yeah. what's going to happen and that's it, why i mean was, if they can do that number on saturday then hypothetically they should be getting close to a million on thursday oh, night it should be, absolutely should be a great number and why they wouldn't have just done last week's show on thursday is right. it's it will again i think the theory that i have there's only one way to explain it other just to say this was somehow about it being the same night as as yeah. as takeover and wanting to be a pissing contest which is bizarre yeah all right um anything else no, nah, I think we hit everything. Very good. Uh, anybody want to plug anything? Oh, Aaron, you start your new gig, right? On Monday. Yep, starting on Monday. I will be, uh, I think on Monday, they're starting me as part of Follow the Money, which you can see. It's the morning show on VEASAN. You can see it if you have Xfinity on the VEASAN app. If you're listening up in Boston, it's on Nessun. I believe it's on the MSG network. And then there's also a subscription and on SiriusXM 204. Very good. Um, uh, we wish you best of luck. Um, I first, I just hope you, you keep talking about buying a house out there. Just don't lose it in the first year, please. Like whatever you do, <laughs> please don't lose it while you you're out there uh, around. It don't don't keep betting on Bailey every <laughs> pay per view. Um, but uh, but we uh, I I presume that Aaron will be back with us next week, and nothing nothing will change moving forward yep. on, on our end. All right, uh, for Aaron, for Brandon, for uh, – oh, you want to social media at the AOster, at Brandon Linton, at Glenn Clark Radio, at AJ Francis 410. For uh, Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event, Vent. Vent. Vent, 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 AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Uh, jobbing out.